And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hello again, everybody, and welcome once more to Greenlight Reviews, the show where we talk about the movies. My name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. Today, Ann, we are going to get our teeth into mm-hmm. a film written and directed by Judd Apatow, and it is called Funny People, mm-hmm. and it stars Adam Sandler, Seth Rogen, and Leslie Mann. And let me tell everybody the bones of the story before you start. Okay, I agree. (laughs) All right. I want to hear those bones because then I can't wait to pick over them, but go ahead. Okay. Funny People is about a supposedly funny person named George Simmons, played by Adam Sandler. He is a superstar, movie star, Mm -hmm. comic, formerly a stand-up comic, just like the real Adam Sandler. And he discovers very early in the film that he has this horrible Mm -hmm. blood disease, and they tell him for all intents and purposes that he's going to die. Right. So he's very miserable. He lives a very unhappy life, despite the fact that he has gazillions of dollars. And he runs into Ira Wright, played by Seth Rogen, who works in a deli, but he desperately wants to be a comic. And George hires him to kind of hang around, write jokes for him, basically hold his hand. Yeah, be a valet gopher. Right. That's the story. Well, there's the second half of the movie, and it's no secret. He learns that the disease has mysteriously disappeared. And now he is off to reconcile with his ex-girlfriend, played by Leslie Mann. That's right. She plays Laura. Correct. Unfortunately, Laura is married to an Australian muscle guy named Clark, played by Eric Bana, mm-hmm. of all people. And hanging around on the sidelines are Ira Wright's two roommates, Jonah Hill and Jason Schwartzman. Right. These are all supposed to be funny people, and I am here to tell you that none of them are the slightest bit funny. Well, not only are they not funny, but there is nothing funny in this movie. I sat through two and a half hours and It's a long film. It is. And all I saw were a bunch of unhappy people playing comics and comedy writers who, for the life of them, could not come up with a single one-liner worth repeating or one that we could repeat. I think this happens to be the world according to Apatow. And here's who lives there. Sullen, whiny, unhappy, sloppy jerks who start out as nerds in high school. Then they make, you know, gazillions of dollars, more money than anyone could dream of. And then they spend the rest of their lives being sulking, whining, and acting like idiots. These so-called actors, and we know who they are because we've said their names, and funny people are all members of this fraternity that Apatow has started. You know, after seeing this movie, I wanted to say, I lost my Apatow after seeing this picture. (laughs) You know, Les, it's really true that here are some people in this movie who have no discernible ability to create comedy sketches, and I'll say that a la Saturday Night Live, Laughing, Carol Burnett, Lily Tomlin. They can't write funny jokes a la Letterman or Leno or Bill Maher, Bob Hope, Johnny Carson. They can't even come up with amusing observations like Seinfeld or Alan King, Mort Saul, Lenny Bruce, George Carlin. And they don't even create brilliant comedic characters a la Lucy or Jackie Gleason or Milton Berle or Jerry Lewis. These people are bereft of the whole concept of what makes people laugh. I do not understand how Judd Apatow and this gang of people can convince studio bosses to give the green light to their garbage. No thank you. One of the problems here, I think, Anne, is that all the jokes 
that they tell, whether it's in dialogue or whether they're actually being stand-up comics. They are dirty jokes. They are jokes mostly... May I say? Yes, go ahead. About male anatomy. That's right. Okay. (laughs) And, you know, when you hear one or two of them, you kind of go, okay. After you hear the 60th one in this film, and by the way, the F-bomb, the last movie I saw with that many uses of the F-bomb was Scarface with Al Pacino. Exactly right. So none of that is funny. You take the fact that none of these people can act. Okay. I'm not saying that Adam Sandler is not a bad stand-up comic, although I don't particularly care for him. Well, he's maybe a good sketch comic. Let's kind of delineate between being a great sketch performer and then being able to really work in a a two-and-a-half-hour medium like a movie. Right. It takes a different set of talents. It does. I think that Seth Rogen, I have now seen him in more movies than I care to remember. I think he was lousy in all of them. Leslie man has this terrible whiny nasal voice. She's very pretty, but I know a lot of people who are pretty. Jonah Hill, he's not funny. Jason Schwartzman is the least funny of all of them, I think. (laughs) I hated the two and a half hours that I spent in the theater watching funny people because they ain't funny. Now, there was one person that almost rises above the material, and that's Eric Bana. Who is not a comic, of course. No, but he's an actor. And you know, a great actor, a good actor, can pull a good performance out of the worst material ever written. And again, Apatow seems to like to write not even one-dimensional, I'm going to say no-dimensional characterizations. But Eric Bana, because he has that wonderful training that he got as a young Australian bloke, and he studied hard, obviously, he is able to pull off a fairly funny character as the husband of Laura. I want to talk for a second about Leslie Mann. Once again, Judd Apatow disgraces women, disrespects them. In this one, Laura is a desperately unhappy woman. She's always profane, always coarse, always vulgar, and always drops word bombs, even through her tears and sadness. One minute she's caring, one minute she's swearing. That's the kind of woman that Judd Apatow creates for us up on the screen. So this movie is not only immoral, it's so badly performed and badly produced and badly directed. And badly written. And badly written. That it's such a ghastly enterprise, it's hard to believe, again, that this movie got produced. And it's not that we are of a different generation less. I'm sorry. There were several people. I sat with a lot of youngsters, young adults sitting in this movie. I'm saying young adults, 20 year olds. None of them laughed, were moved. In fact, most of them got up and ran out of this movie before the final credits. Not a good sign. Well, when I left the theater after the film was over, I thought to myself, I really disliked it a lot. And then I thought to myself, the basic story here of the George Simmons character finding that he's dying and then finding he's not dying and he tries to change himself, there is a story there. But I thought if... They gave this same story, which, by the way, Judd Apatow came up with. If they gave the same story to good writers, gave it to you and me, for instance. I'd write the dramatic stuff. (laughs) You'd write the jokes. This would be a terrific movie. Well, we think it would be a lot better. (laughs) At least it would be to us. (laughs) Absolutely. And if they gave 
the roles played by Sandler and Rogan and Jonah Hill and Jason Schwartzman to good actors. I kept seeing Dustin Hoffman when he was younger playing George Simmons. He would have been fantastic. Exactly right. This is just an unsavory movie. I think we also have to mention the other actress in this movie, Aubrey Plaza. She plays a young aspiring comedian who kind of works in and out of the proceedings. She lends nothing. It's not her fault. Again, it's the fault of the screen play. And that was written and conceived by Judd Apatow. For me, funny people with an undistinguished script marked by torrents of profanity and crude language. Even the dog barks dirty. The amateurish (laughs) acting ensemble, the absence of anything remotely humorous, comical, witty, or charming. For me, wow, funny people gets a big fat red light and that's no joke. All right. Everything in me wants to give this a red light, Anne, but because there is a decent story here, despite the fact that everybody involved has totally ruined it, I'm going to give this a gasping, flickering, fading yellow light. Oh, dear. Have you forgiven me? Well, just barely, but uh, (laughs) I'll live with it. (laughs) Okay. So, after a torturous viewing, a red light from Ann Elder and a yellow light from me for Funny People. Written and directed by Jed Apatow and starring Adam Sandler, Seth Rogen, Leslie Mann, Eric Bana, Jonah Hill, and Jason Schwartzman. I can't wait to see another film that makes me a little bit happier anyway. Okay. Until that time, I'm Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews hopes that one or both of us are going to run into you munching on popcorn and having a great time at the movies. Hi, I'm Christina Yerling Biro, host of the podcast Pop Culture Confidential. Join me as I go way behind the scenes with some of the most influential people in entertainment and media. Hear actors such as Succession's Brian Cox talk about his favorite characters to play. There always has to be a mystery. The audience have to be in a situation where they want to know what's going on. Meet studio execs like Pixar chief Pete Docter and learn his secret on how he makes us cry. Emotion is our first language. And so many others who are defining popular culture, from Obama speechwriter David Litt to Top Chef host Padma Lakshmi. We don't often think about food politically or we don't want to, but it really is. Join me. Search for Pop Culture Confidential wherever you get your podcasts.